You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The Diamondbacks are playing a little more like we thought they were going to be playing uh, when the season started, and then the season started, and they weren't very good. Uh, but they're a little bit better now, so let's talk about that. I'm Alex Twitter, and I'm here with Steve Gilbert. Uh, Steve, so they've won as of this recording. Uh, they've won 9 of 13. Um, they've played the Marlins, the Dodgers, the Phillies, the Blue Jays for one, and they're currently in a series with the Rockies. So um, I guess, you know, some of these teams are beatable, and that's kind of what you have to do to get back on track, but they've got to be feeling pretty good about how things have been going lately, right? Yeah, Elson, I think when you look at the, at the reason uh, they're winning games, I think that's what gives them the optimism in terms of uh, their starting pitching is, has really picked up the pace, and, and uh, you know, Zach Greinke, um, until last night, had won seven straight starts. He was in line to win his eighth yesterday, but uh, uh, the bullpen coughed it up there in the eighth inning, and they but they came back and won. So I mean, he's been pitching well. Shelby Miller in his first start, uh, coming off the DL, he pitched well. Um, you know, so I think that they're they're starting to feel like these pitchers, the starters, are going deeper into games, which is helping um, the bullpen. It's not so overtaxed. Um, I think they they like what they see out of guys like you know, obviously Paul Goldschmidt now. Heading into last night's game was up to 290 after hitting, you know, 222 as of uh, May 15th. And Jake Lamb's been swinging the bat well, so they've, uh, you know, Gene Skura as well. So they've, uh, they've got a lot of positive signs. So more so than you know who they're beating or how many games they're winning, it just seems like um, some of what they had expected to happen when the season started is, is coming is coming through right now at least. Yeah, I was looking at some of the starting pitching numbers like you were talking about. So Patrick Corbin, I was kind of intrigued by by him. Um, so since he allowed uh, seven runs to Houston on May 31st, he's had like four good starts. He's got a 3.81 ERA in June. Um, he allowed two runs and then four and then three and then two. But he, like you say, he's pitching deep into games. That's, um, I mean, with him especially, this he was. I looked at him as like the swing man on this uh, on the staff. I, I had high expectations for Miller and Granke, and I thought, well, Corbin can put together a good season, and they probably have something going here. Um, so I guess that's encouraging considering all the, all the rehab that he's had to do in his career, just to see him sort of settling in. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, we talked so much earlier this year about how they were making constant roster moves with regards to the bullpen because relievers retired and needed to find innings someplace. And, and now all of a sudden you look and it's been a while since, since Cole Mentors had to throw many innings out of the bullpen or, uh, Randall Delgado has had to throw many innings out of the bullpen. So they're, when the starters go deeper like that, and, and like you mentioned with Corbin, um, it, it really helps set up the rest of the bullpen. And they've gotten some good outings out of Robbie Ray. Uh, I know it frustrates people that he only seems to go five innings because his, you know, his pitch efficiency isn't always great. Um, but still, for your fifth starter, if you're getting five quality innings out of him uh, every fifth day, that, that that's okay. You can live with that. And Archie Bradley's come up and, and pitched uh, pretty well. Uh, this time around. So I think that there's some signs on the pitching side, really, that, uh, that things are looking up for them. Yeah, how has the organization, just as a whole, I mean, with such high expectations kind of going into the season, I mean, how are they uh, handling everything? I mean, do you, do you get a sense of, of just where they are as far as, um, I mean, they just put so much so much into the season. Um, I guess they kind of, they seem like a group that would be able to sort of stay even keel through the ups and downs. Um and, you know, if you if you push a sense of urgency onto the team, that's when you can really mess things up, I guess, right? Yeah, and I think that um, for them it was more surprise than anything. I, you know, I, I don't know. 
I think they had a hard time kind of figuring out just why it seemed like everything was going wrong. It was not just the pitching, but then the hitters would go into a funk and it wasn't just the starters. It was the bullpen. And it, it just, um, I think it was more frustrating than anything for them because I don't think they really had, uh, had the answers as to why these guys weren't playing particularly well. Um, and, you know, fans always want to see a lot of changes, call this guy up, you know, get rid of this guy, get rid of that guy. And uh, it's really it's so hard to, to to not overreact, especially especially when there's a lot of public pressure when it comes to those things. And I think they've done a pretty nice job of staying fairly even keel and making a change here or there, but not giving up on on what they believe was their was their core team. Yeah, I was noticing. I was going through and reading some of the things that have been written, and uh, Brad Ziegler had a nice little safe streak going until uh, just recently. I mean, he was. Okay, it was shy. It was many, many games shy of like the all-time record. But my goodness, he's quietly putting together another like fantastic season. Yeah, and he, you know, he his streak ended on on Thursday night in a really impossible situation. He came in, I believe, it was either second or third, or the bases were loaded and um, a one-run lead in the uh, in the eighth inning with with just one out, and and they dropped down a the Rockies dropped down a, a safety squeeze and scored a run to tie the game, and then he ended up retiring. Uh, the next two guys and, and uh, pitched a scoreless ninth as the Diamondbacks won. So it wasn't like he pitched poorly, but that was technically it's a save situation that he came into, and, and uh, technically that's a blown save, so it ended his his streak. And, uh, again, he's one of those guys that just seems to get it done. He does it. Um, he's not an overpowering closer, obviously. He throws a submarine in the Kent Colby style, um, and you just don't see closers that do that these days. And so I think people kind of tend to underestimate him, but if you look at his track record, since moving into the closer's role over the last few years, it's been very, very good. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good stuff. Steve, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Look forward to it, Allison. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.